Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Uh, It is a cool but not frigid day here by the window in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Partly sunny skies this morning. Uh, Cold this morning, but it's supposed to warm up uh, into the 40s throughout the the morning and the afternoon, so that's nice. Uh, we had a few frigid, frigid days recently, and I was mentioning to um, my friend Jeremy over text last week that I uh, seem to be sick of winter more than usual this year. Uh, I absolutely love seasons, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the change of seasons and the change of scenery, but uh, I'm kind of really sick of the cold, and I can't wait for to not have to spend five minutes putting on coats and layers and everything um, before going to the deli. So, but anyway, it's a nice day today. We had a we had a false spring last week where temperatures got into oh actually up to sixty on Friday, and apparently that's going to happen again tomorrow and this Friday in two days also. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to go running, not wearing my uh patented five t-shirts two jackets one this that whatever uh but anyway we'll see but i'm sick of winter um and it's kind of crazy to think that in 12 days 13 days it'll be march um which is wild but anyway so yeah the news around here is obviously uh the covid numbers like everywhere seem to be dropping um faster here in the city than statewide but which is to be expected but i know i've been following the numbers both citywide statewide and in brooklyn and kings county and the past like five six seven days uh we've been below two percent in brooklyn and in manhattan it's even lower uh statewide actually i can't remember but i do know that citywide the seven day average is now down to like three point something um and you know as a reminder a month ago it was like (laughs) like five weeks ago it was like 29 percent. so um it's kind of wild so i guess we're over the omicron wave hump i hope this second variant doesn't amount too much and uh we'll see but it does look like we're kind of set up for at least a few good months here um i would imagine into the summer uh but who knows what will pop up but i think we have a good good few weeks ahead of us good couple of months ahead of us so fingers crossed um yeah masking is kind of not really around on the streets anymore of the neighborhood right now uh sometimes i wear my mask going to school in the morning because i have to have the little things over my ears and i'm wearing my hat and when i'm wearing my gloves it becomes a big to do in front of the school door to take off my gloves lift my hat put on my mask so I just like have it on and I suspect some other people are like that too they just have it on if they're going into stores but um yeah indoor dining and drinking seems to be on the rise which is good uh yesterday I went to East One Coffee shop on um Court and Carroll which pre-pandemic was my main hangout uh because they have a little nook that I love where the laptop crowd does not go to it actually used to say um no laptop zone so it's for like people just hanging out and reading or talking so 
I have not gone to East One indoors to hang out since like February 2020. But I went uh, yesterday because my friend Henry was in town and he said, let's get coffee midday. And so I picked that place. So we went in and just had a coffee and talked indoors um, without a mask on. And it was pretty wild. Uh, Henry is my friend, Henry Brill, uh, who I met in London in 2012 when uh, Gabe and I were doing some Gabriel and the Hounds shows in the UK and Ireland. And we were staying um, at this house in Shepherd's Bush, which is coincidentally my old neighborhood. And Henry was part of the crew there, and Henry's a musician, and he now lives in Nashville. So he came up for a few days. Great to see Henry. Um, so I got to hang out indoors, and that was nice uh, yesterday. And um, and then, oh, another thing that happened for the first time in a while yesterday is I went to Baby Luke's, which has been closed for a few months. They say for renovations, which I I get because their indoors was a little um, sparse and their outdoors were not really being utilized because it was the dead of winter. But so baby Luke's just closed for a couple of months and now they're back. Um, And New York residents and or listeners of this podcast will remember that baby Luke's is the slice shop um, spinoff of the famous Lucali pizza joint here in the neighborhood. Uh, So it's run by that guy, Mark, who's this kind of internet celebrity and grew up in this neighborhood and he makes great pizza and he's friends with jay-z and beyonce and david beckham and all these other celebrities that come eat pizza at lucali um so anyway baby luke's is back they differ from fnf and other pizza places because they have essentially sicilian slices what's not technically sicilian or maybe it is uh i think my friend steve would know better but it's like square square pizza uh and not thin so i got a uh, pepperoni slice last night and lo and behold, when I walked in, it was my old friend um, working the register, who is a a musician and who I've known for a while. And um, his name is Derek. I'm 99% sure, but I had a brain fart because this whole pandemic is just like I've seen very few people and I can barely remember people that were on the periphery of social life pre-pandemic. Um, he's a very nice person and he's um, an excellent musician. He plays like hard punk and post post-punk hardcore stuff but um yeah he was working the register he took my order he told me about a new album he made by himself and it was fun to see him so baby luke's is open again oh yeah i got a, that pepperoni slice was great just like a thick square slice with those like you know high-end awesome little pepperoni cups just fantastic um so the other little well a few days ago um, speaking of food, I got to enjoy some Cincinnati food. Thanks to my friend, Matt Tyson, who ordered a box of Grippo's potato chips, which is a local delicacy in Cincinnati. And the potato chips come in small bags. So it was like a box of small bags. So he, he gave me like eight <laughs> small bags, which is great. So we still have like four to, that I'm going to, I'm kind of saving, but, um, yeah, the Super Bowl. Uh, so those food and my friends, like, like my friend, Scott, made Cincinnati chili. He sent me pictures. My friend Jeff Salem made Cincinnati chili. He made me pictures. Um, but yeah, I was pretty focused on the game, which was a bummer because obviously I wanted the Bengals to win. And I feel less sad for me as a fan and more sad for the city who was obviously very excited. But I think um, 
not to sound defeatist, but everyone was just kind of happy to be there, and it was quite a ride of a season. And and as long as Joe Burrow doesn't go anywhere for whatever reason, uh, I think the Bengals will be good for a while. So it's exciting. It's really weird to have a rooting interest so late in the football season. Um, but yeah, thank you, Bengals, for providing <laughs> some fun in the NFL season. And by the way, the NFL is just... Um, I, I sort of have a love-hate relationship with it and a self-loathing, like, why do... The NFL obviously has a lot of problems but uh, and is problematic. But anyway, I was very happy with the Bengals' run this year. Um, and the final just random house news is I got new um, running shoes finally. So every six months I get new running shoes, but I kind of let my old shoes go a month longer than they should have gone. And then it took like... 14 days for this footlocker order to arrive but i got another pair of new balance these ones are fuel cell propel for the past three shoe cycles i've used fuel fuel cell echo um and of course they discontinued that line so i can't get it anymore so and they were kind of soft and spongy which i liked and these ones are kind of harder uh but they're good so today was my first run in them and I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's because I liked the shoe or if it's because they just felt good because they're brand new and they have a lot, they don't feel dead at all, but we'll see. So now I'm a fuel cell propel runner. Um, and I like them so much. I'm wondering if I should just grab another pair right now since New Balance likes to just discontinue shoe lines. And I don't know if that's something that's common across athletic shoes. Um, I'm going to guess it is, but Anyway, that was the big news for my running. And tomorrow, hopefully, I will be able to run in A, the new shoes, and B, fewer layers than usual. Um, so, music. I guess we're already on to music. This might be a quick episode this week, which is fine. Um, listen to, I guess, seven or eight, uh, six or seven new albums over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the big one for me is... Uh, the new Big Thief album, which is called Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. It is a, you know, got best new music on Pitchfork. I mean, who cares? But uh, it's getting great reviews everywhere. Uh, it's a double album, 20 songs. And from what I understand, they actually recorded something like 45 songs and they cut it down to 20 songs. So in the past with Big Thief, um, and if you know Big Thief, there are four people uh led by guitarist, songwriter, singer Adrian um, Lenker. And they're kind of this very sparse, quiet, avant folk thing. And in the past, I've liked them a lot and really respected them a lot and and been, like, dazzled by it, um, just, like, impressed, I should say. But on this new one, they kind of, like, are more laid back. There's, some, there's like, a lot more major key looseness, um... And it seems almost more like, almost like a very weird Americana. It's like, it's like the the old weird America. It's like the new weird America, um, the Grail Marcus book referencing that. But um, I love this album. Love it. Uh, I just, it's like one song after another. I'm like, wow, this is great. This is great. This is great. Um, so I've listened to that album like five times. And that's, it's a 20 song album. So, uh, so Big Thief, yeah. Also listen to the excellent new Spoon album called Lucifer on the Sofa. Uh, I have not closely listened to Spoon in a while, 
and I don't, there's no reason why, cause I like them, but I just let some albums go by and they are reliably good and everyone loves them and every album gets great reviews. Uh, but I don't know why this one, I just decided to like really give a few listens to, and it's excellent. Um, the first song is, I think it's a cover. It's like a smog or Bill Callahan cover, uh, but it totally sounds like spoon. Um, which they've done in the past. They have that song, Don't You Ever, which is also a cover um, by, who is it? The Natural History? Um, But, so yeah, New Spoon Record, great. Uh, New Cactus Blossoms, who are that duo from Minneapolis, and they look like the Everly, they look and sound like the Everly Brothers, and they dress like 50s um, folk singers, not folk singers, like, well, Everly Brothers type singers. uh, And, the new album's called One Day. I guess it's their third record. This is the first one I've listened to in full, and I loved it. Cactus Blossoms, by the way, if you watch Twin Peaks, The Return, and almost every episode had a musical guest that would play at the Roadhouse, which is the bar in Twin Peaks. And the musical guests were all real artists. And one of them was Sharon Van Etten. One of them was uh, Orivar Simone. And one of them was the Cactus Blossoms. And, um, they kind of fit in because they fit into that like 1950s uh, pure American with maybe a dark side thing that David Lynch loves. So Cactus Blossoms. Now, by the way, so I personally know two of those those other artists that were on Twin Peaks and I'm a Twin Peaks super fan. So I got to each, I asked each of them separately <laughs> when I ran into them what it was like. So I ran into Sharon Van Etten at the playground um, a couple of years ago, right before she left the neighborhood and moved to LA. And she said that, they were told to like show up to some random warehouse in Pasadena um, and they entered the side door and they entered right into the roadhouse bar set and they went up on stage and they set up and they sound checked and then they played. Um, they played, I guess it was one song like several times in a row and then that was it. And then they were like, they went out the same door they came in and that's all they saw. Um, and Annie from Orvar Simone, who, uh, when did I run into her? basement of the Bowery, the the bar of the Bowery Ballroom, like down in the basement. This was probably 2019 or something. I don't know what I would have been there for. Maybe a Yola Tango show. But yeah, she told me the same thing where she just like couldn't believe they were there. Um, It was like a surreal experience. Um, So yeah. All right. Back to music stuff. Uh, New Kate LeBon album, Pompeii. Uh, is also getting very good reviews and it's great. The first song on it I didn't love and I was like, oh no, am I gonna am I gonna not like this record? But then afterwards, it maintained its sort of odd oddity feel, odd character, but it was just very engaging. I was like, wow, I really love this. Uh so new Kate Lebon album, Pompeii, quite good. Listen to the new Animal Collective record called Time Skiffs which is bright and psychedelic and weird and poppy in the, in the normal and animal collective way. And, um, I liked it. I didn't love it, which is kind of how I've always felt about animal collective. Um, I see the appeal and I, I think if you describe them on paper to me before I'd heard it, I would be very excited to hear it. Uh, but hearing it, I'm always like, yeah, this is good. Um, don't need to hear it again soon, but fine enough, um, is what I think normally and it's what i think about this album uh listen to the new album by a singer songwriter named aaron ray r-a-e album is called lighten up 
very highly, highly, highly recommend this album. Um, I noticed on Twitter that some people I know were involved with it and or are friends. Like, I think she has opened tours for His Golden Messenger. Uh, my my friend Daryl Norson did the art. My friend, my internet friend, because I've never met him. But Daryl Norson did the art for it. Um, and it's an excellent record, Lighten Up by Aaron Ray. Oh, speaking of Daryl, I think he did the art for this new Little Feet archival release that came out a few weeks ago, like a month ago. And I listened to that. And I don't, I think I neglected to mention it. But there's a new Little Feet live in something, 1974, some sort of studio session live broadcasting. Uh, very good. Uh, and the final album on my list here is this, I guess, mildly controversial band called Black Country New Road. And they're from England and they're young and they take their inspiration from overwrought mid-aughts blog rock. <laughs> so I guess like Arcade Fire on some songs, like kind of Beirut on some songs, Sufiani on some songs, but it's all, it's often very over the top and full of like shouts and just, um, it's almost like a musical. It's kind of weird. And it, this album has been a source of discussion for a day or two in my text thread with, um, some musical people. And so they, they went from loving it to hating it, um, as they listened to it song by song. And for me, I very much enjoyed listening to it, but as I was listening to it and while I was consciously enjoying it, I also consciously was aware that I never wanted to hear it again. Uh, but anyway, it's also, it also got some best new music, I think on Pitchfork. Uh, so anyway, I guess maybe that, that type of indie rock is back. Who knows, but not for me. Oh, the album is called Ants from Up There. That's what it's called. And again, it's Black Country, New Road. Fine enough. Not for me. Um, that's that's about it. I haven't mentioned books in a while, and that's because I haven't been able to read. I just can't pick up a book with the exception of Children of Dune, which I'm still reading and I love, but I'm just taking that slow because I'm reading all these Dune books for the first time, and I just want to enjoy it. But So I haven't picked up the Mark Rebeau memoir called Unstrung in like a month. And I just started again, and I'm going to try and finish it in the next day or so because it is way overdue at the library. So overdue that I actually will owe money, even though the New York Public Library and the Brooklyn Public Library gave up um, late fees for late late items 30 days or less. So I'm still going to owe money, which is fine. But um, so, yeah, the Mark Rebeau book, it's excellent. The chapters are like two to four to six pages long. They're just like random essays and memories. So if you like Mark Ribot, the musician, um, I think you'll like this. And I haven't even gotten to the chapters that I'm sure are forthcoming on his playing with Elvis Costello and Tom Waits. So we'll see. Uh, but he did mention in a chapter I read la- recently, or like yesterday, that he talks about meeting an ex uh, on Court Street at a Thai restaurant's back garden. And it has to be Joya. I'm guessing, well, actually, in the past few years, it could have been a bunch of places. It could have been Joya. I don't know if Lemongrass or Cafe Chili have backyards. I bet it's Joya because it's right at the end of his street. Assuming that Mark Ribot still lives on Baltic Street, um, Joya is like a block down Court Street from Baltic. Uh, so that was nice to read about one of those, aha, my neighborhood moments. And I guess that's it. Don't really have much else to say. Um, except that I can't wait for spring.
like maybe many of you. So coming up on the 20 minute mark here, I guess that'll wrap it up. Uh, this has been the Conrad Life Report episode 80, February 16th, 2022 from the window here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Talk to you next time.